Welcome to Funny Feelings Podcast. This is Liza Ruckel. And I'm Maria Guyman. And we're still here at Maria's apartment. Last time, we spoke to Arielle de Leon about her practice as a community acupuncturist. And our guest today has a different practice style. We're so lucky to have Samantha Story, an acupuncturist in New York City, who, along with acupuncture, also does facial gua sha. She also hosts breath workshops for individuals and groups, and I'm so lucky that I've experienced all of that with her. Samantha's my acupuncturist, but today she's going to do a gua sha treatment with me, which I've never experienced before, and it's a really beautiful way to use stones and oils to care for skin. That's Samantha. Yay! Get her. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for coming this way. Yeah. Hi. Here you go. I made you some love tea. And there's some snacks in here. Are you comfortable in this room? Okay. We are back at Funny Feelings Podcast. Now we're here with Samantha's story. Hello. You are very well known for facial gua sha and also breath work. And we have lots of questions. So if you can start by telling us a little bit about your practice and your treatment philosophy as an acupuncturist. (laughs) I'm a classically trained acupuncturist. So I studied with a Taoist priest. um, And classical acupuncture is um, not the norm that's taught in schools. Usually people um, are familiar with traditional Chinese medicine, which is post-communist China, so it's a more formulized. So classical acupuncture um, dates back, it's the ancient texts. So when we think about classical acupuncture, we're thinking about like being able to um, work with someone's blueprint, work with someone's ancestry, work with like inherited trauma, definitely treating the spirit, treating ghosts. That's sort of like where I came from and sort of stumbled into facial, doing facial acupuncture about four years ago. And um, doing like quote unquote cosmetic acupuncture is sort of like a departure from, seemingly a departure from classical acupuncture because you think cosmetic, you think like just wanting to look better. But what I have found like working with someone's face is that you're really working intimately with their spirit. So my approach to facial work is that yes, we're working with your face. Like, yes, I want you to leave feeling good and feeling pretty and feeling like your best self, but that we're always addressing the spirit. And then actually like sitting here, you know, Maria's head, it's like right at my heart, you know, like it's a very intimate time. That's beautiful. And when you work on my face, I actually feel like you're working on my whole body and you're just like relieving so much of the stress that is in my body, but that has manifested on my face. Yeah, I mean, we carry so many emotions in our face. And if you think about like, this is what we bring out in the world. This is like how people sort of reflect back to us. There's, there's not a lot of testing with Botox, but one of the things with Botox is that um, when you freeze the face, the babies we need to see reflections of facial expression. So they're not getting that facial expression. So that's... You know, so expression is important, right? And and we want to go out. I think we want to. We all want to go out in the world and be like seen for who we are. Being seen, I think, is one of the most beautiful gifts you can give somebody, right? So when people come in, it's like 
um, I'm so much more interested in making you feel like really empowered and beautiful as opposed to there's something wrong with you that needs to change, mm -hmm. you know? And I get a lot of, um, like a lot of young girls who come in more and more, like in their 30s, and they've been to dermatologists and somebody's been like, you know, they go in for like their forehead and then they're told that like they should get their lips done or they should get fillers here and they leave with like a new complex. And this is like the opposite to me. It's, you know, I, I got interested in doing it because, you know, as an acupuncturist, you're always, you know, you continue education. I just thought I was in my 40s and I thought I don't like the options and this seems interesting and why not? And it's just sort of grown from there that um, I'm really passionate about like empowering women and not making them feel like there's something wrong. Funny feelings. Maria is on the treatment table and Samantha is about to give her Maria's first facial gua sha treatment. So what what are you gonna do first? Well, we're gonna wash her face because we just wanna make sure that her skin is clean. And then um, I like to think of the skin, I mean, Maria, this will be up your alley, <laughs> maybe more than mine, um, as like a garden. Like when I'm trying to explain to people like what, how the Chinese medical approach to like beauty and skincare is like the same thing as the body. Like circulation is key, right? There's like a saying like, um, a moving hinge never rusts, and it's the same thing with the face. So, wherever there's um, wherever there's muscle tension, like nothing's able to move. We can't get like good blood to the to those areas. The face can't drain. The lymph isn't moving. There's stagnation. So, the bulk of sort of what we're doing with the gua sha is we're like relieving tension so that all the good stuff can come in, and like anything that needs to detox can detox, and we're lifting and sculpting. Now Samantha is spraying spray on Maria's face and Maria's laughing. <laughs> <laughs> now they're both laughing. <laughs> Your skin is thirsty. I haven't been doing my, I haven't been putting oil on it. Have you been putting any, do you have any rose water? Yeah, I actually have lavender hydrosol, which yeah. I was used. I just had not been doing it for the past couple of weeks. So we're learning that Maria has been neglecting <laughs> her skin, which is, <laughs> boggles my mind. Which is boggles my mind. It's as like well. you just told me you didn't brush your teeth for Aww. two weeks. <laughs> I told Maria a long time ago that she should start putting more things on her face, just because later on in life I warned her, like. I think a year ago, and she did not. She takes a lot of my advice. Uh -huh, unusually for her. No, unusual because uh -huh. she doesn't listen to anyone. She yeah, she's, a she's a free spirit. <laughs> she's a free spirit, it's true. But she didn't take that one very important piece, and I'm glad that you're here to reinforce it. <laughs> it feels really good. Yes, yeah, so we always start with the neck. Mm -hmm. So neck is like the axis. So now what do you have in your hand? Um, I have a gua sha tool. Is, does it have a specific name or they're just called gua sha tools? Like they're, all the different ones? Yeah, there's a, there's a few people who are making them, mm -hmm. but there's also generic ones. 
Which one do you like to use? <laughs> I have it. This is the Wildling tool, which I love because I like the weight of it. So, yeah. What kind of stones are used? This is actually um, the Wildling tool is made out of um, Beyond Stone, which is a stone that they used to use um, before they had acupuncture needles to activate acupuncture points. Mm, that's so cool. Isn't that cool? How are you feeling? I feel really good. I, I've always wondered, like, what pressure you apply with those uh-huh. tools. And it's actually really nice because, especially on the neck, it's, like, not super... It doesn't feel hard. Hmm. It just feels like kind of a gentle pressure, but you can totally feel it. And then over the sternocleidomastoid before, like, that one was a little bit tender, but it felt really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go a little, maybe more pressure on the neck just because the neck can take a little bit more, and it's usually so tight. Also, whatever you're using smells good. (laughs) I don't know what that is. (laughs) I believe in good smells. (laughs) We should do the other side of your face. It's a kind of an intense spray, huh? What are you spraying on my face? Um, I just saw. Samantha's been using this gua sha tool on to massage my face and also neck um i mean i i feel like you're doing motions that are just kind of around some of the musculature is that right like in the direction of a muscle yeah um so the tools are made out of different crystals for starters and they're smooth so also gua sha comes from like the body it means to scrape scraping and searching for like pebbles for sand. Um, so when we do it on the body, whether it's gua sha or cupping, you'll see marks. It's much heavier. You're looking to get the stagnation and bring it out to the tissue. When we translate it to the face, it's a much lighter. So we're using this like very smooth crystal tool and we're working with the fascia. We're working with the lymphatic system. We're increasing circulation. We're working with some of the layers of the muscle, but not too deep. The pressure is really light, right? Uh-huh. And actually, this is really, really light and really relaxing. And then, like, look how lifted your cheek is. I can't see it, but I can imagine. It feels really good. <laughs> can you feel it? Yeah. It, yeah. Um, am I, the tightness around my neck mm. and face feels a lot better. Because mm-hmm. I've been, I, like I said, I've had a headache for the past few days. Yeah. And it just feels, like, a little bit more chill, for a, mm-hmm. a lack of a better way to describe it. Mm-hmm. And also, just in terms of the shape of the tool, because sometimes I feel like when people hear the term, like, massage tool, you're imagining, like a giant like I don't know what but it's it's like a it's held between two of your fingers it's flat yeah and they come in like different sizes I have like small ones that look like spoons for like fine work this is the biggest one I use so it's like about three inches maybe by three by three it's also good for small wrinkles like so we're getting like fine lines and wrinkles I also do feel that my face is a lot more hydrated mm-hmm yeah which is yeah a nice feeling with the treatments, we're not just, you know, I'm not just treating your face, I'm also treating the body. So the skin is such, it's the barrier between our internal worlds and the external world. So it is like, you know, because you work with skin also, it's like so sensitive and can be so like hard to treat and mm-hmm. so like such a reflection, right? So like if something's going on internally, like I'm always going to do a body acupuncture treatment and then either facial acupuncture or facial gua sha or whatever on the face it's not just a face treatment. It's a, we're always treating the whole person. 
Yeah, it's, I mean, I work with skin a lot and the thing that the first conversation I always have with people mm. is like, we need to work on your digestion and mm. like see if your hormones are fine and just kind of look at it from the inside because mm -hmm. usually by the time people come see us for skin stuff, they've already tried all of the external stuff and yeah. it's like either insufficient or just doesn't feel right. And so I think it's a concept that's not always straightforward. Like you have to work internally to treat skin, but it like sounds super simple and it kind of, it's just necessary. Yeah. And you have to be really patient, which is hard. Yep. Cause it takes months to years for skin conditions to develop. And mm. then sometimes it can take as long for them to go away. And that sucks, honestly, but it's just the reality of the situation. Yeah, I mean, it is always good to look at, like, whatever is going on. And it's hard to adopt the perspective when you're in a crisis or you're, you have an illness or you have a skin condition to be like, this is a journey and there's information. But um, I heard someone recently say that, like, um, a sick body is a healthy body because it's communicating that it's not well. And when, you know, the real problem is when your body stops telling you that there's something going on. So whether, if there's something going on in your skin, your body's trying to tell you something is like out of balance, something isn't working right. Maybe there's something going on with the gut. Maybe there's something going on hormonally. Yeah. In naturopathic medicine, mm. we also think about it like that as it's an expression of yeah. something and it's up to you as a provider to figure out like what that expression is. Mm -hmm. And then whether it be like extreme stress or just kind of whatever the body is telling you that's like our job to figure out for a person yeah and, and I mean the journey can be like the best part because wherever you were that place wasn't working what I usually find when I'm working with patients is like if they sort of like jump in I'm like even if it's not acupuncture that ends up being your thing like even if you find some other modality but begin the healing journey find what kind of rings your bell mm -hmm. um, and doors will open So we're using a face oil and an anhydrosol because I work with oils. Um, they work better with the gua sha, but also the body recognizes oil because we have oil. So it's, we will um, absorb oils better than we do lotions. When you apply oil, I know there's like a pattern, like you're supposed to first use a hydrosol spray and then put the oil or put the oil first and then the hydrosol. The hydrosol is a water component. Mm -hmm. um, you might think of like a toner. A toner is usually like if maybe you had a younger, more acneic skin, you might use a toner. Um, if you don't need those sort of more drying components, it would be called a hydrosol. When you have like a lotion, there's water in it, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're using like a face lotion, there's water in there and then you have to put something in there to preserve it because once you add water, things start to go off, right? And you wanna, we want products to have a shelf life. Mm. So if you're going to go sort of more natural and you're going to use an oil, you have to add that water back. Okay. So you can think of like a sponge, like if you take a dry sponge and you try to clean up, you know, a spill, it's not going to absorb it. But if you have a damp sponge, it will. So it's the same thing with the skin. Like we need to open the pores so there can be like the osmosis of like the water going in, the water also um, pulls in the oil and the oil also seals in the water. Mm. 
So it's kind of like if you take a shower, you know, when you get out of the shower, your skin feels good. And then if you don't put anything on your skin, like a few minutes later, it's tight and dry, mm. right? Because it's ready, like that's when it's ready to absorb. How would you do the gua sha at home? Can you do it at home? Yeah, absolutely. I try to encourage everybody, I mean everybody to do it. <laughs> my clients, my friends, like, um, I think it's A, it's like a really nice, um, like, it's a beauty empowerment tool. It's kind of how I see it. Like, to do that to is an act of self-love for me to be like, no, I deserve to, like, release some of this tension before I go to bed mm. and take care of myself. That can be, like, a huge act. It feels to me sometimes like making peace with my day, like reconnecting with myself, especially if I'm looking in the mirror, it's a little bit like, okay, like, this is me, you know? But I wanted to also ask you, um, I've been to your breathwork workshop. How does the breathwork relate to all of this? Yeah, so breathwork is the breathwork that you're Liza's talking about comes from my teachers, um, with my teacher David Elliott, and then also Aaron Telford, who I did my first training with. And it's a very um, simple uh, two-part pranayama practice that's all done through the mouth, and it's pretty, it's active and activating. So um, I came to it a couple of years ago, and I um, came to it just for self-cultivation. Just like I needed to keep growing and working on my own stuff. You know, I think you know, like if you're working with people, most of my teacher Aaron will say, um, you can only take people as far as you're willing to go. And um, so, you know, I, I, <laughs> I think we, if you come into healing, it's not because everything's great. You're coming to it because, or at least I can speak for myself. Because, you know, as a child, I was told that there was something wrong with me, and it's been a lifetime of, like, figuring out all this stuff, and I've found solutions that were not good solutions, and later in life, solutions that were better solutions, and um, I'm always seeking. So w when I found breathwork, it was um, the fastest, most expedient form of healing that I've ever experienced. Mm. And so I started using it for myself, and then... Um, was like, I have to offer this. And I think the connection for me is, you know, I've said this to someone in a way, I feel like it doesn't matter whether I'm doing acupuncture or facial acupuncture or facial gua sha or, you know, reflexology or breath work, the spirit of what the offering is the same. So the medium almost becomes less important, but the offering is always like freedom, a greater connection to yourself, self-love, I like it because for me, it's helped me be seen, be loved, work through grief, trauma, stand a little taller. It's been great for like intuition, uh, opening up my practice. I've done both breath work and acupuncture with you and facial gua sha. And I definitely say that when you're, what you, how you described it, like what you bring to it is the same, is absolutely true. I like how you play David Bowie during breathwork. <laughs> I know, you do have excellent taste in music. I wholeheartedly agree. <laughs> I 
in New York, we're kind of in this unique situation in the healing world in that in some ways it's kind of small, like there's not that many of us that do the work that we do. Um, and so I'm just wondering, like, what are your thoughts on the community? Like, what is it like being in the healing world in New York City? And One of the things that I find a lot, and that's probably true for myself as well, is like people who have tried other routes and they didn't work. So it's like second careers, third careers, because the first attempt either, like what you were doing before, either you got burnt out or like it just wasn't your true calling or something has led you here. You you yourself had a personal crisis. So usually there's, I think that that means there's great intent, right? And great passion. Um, And as for New York, I think that like it's, New York in general is so intense and so hard that like people I think who seek healing are really serious about their healing. Like, I don't know if you go somewhere like LA, maybe this is a big umbrella statement, but it's a kind of everywhere and here it's like, you need to do this to survive, <laughs> right? Like if, you, if you've tried some, you know, if you've gone to breath work, if you get Reiki, if you get mis- like whatever it is that you're doing, you're, you know, you're, you're doing it so that you can stay in the city and you can live this, this lifestyle. So I think that there's like an intensity and like a no bullshit. Like I think part of it is the, the attitude of New York permeates it too. It's kind of like there's not a lot of bullshit and oddly also very supportive. I love everything that you just said. Yeah. Yeah. Do you agree? I completely agree. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a conclusion to the acupuncture and beauty episode of Funny Feelings. I'm Lysa Ruckel. I'm Maria Guyman. And we want to thank Samantha to come in today to discuss facial gua sha, healing, and breath work. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you so much for coming out to my apartment. Thank you for having me. This is Funny Feelings Podcast. We just interviewed acupuncturist Samantha Story. I'm Maria Guyman. And I'm Liza Ruckel. Visit us at funnyfeelingspodcast.com and on Instagram at funnyfeelingspodcast.com.